You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Brendan Parker, host Flames TV, the bottom of the hour. Um, this is courtesy of Jim and Alex, the greatest American hero. This is a, like those late 70s, early 80s songs are so good. TV theme Yacht songs. Rock, man. Uh, <laughs> yes, Yacht Rock. I just think of the like George Costanza answering machine yeah. theme. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Believe it or <laughs> not, George is in at home. home. <laughs> 969-60 name and location, uh, your favorite uh, TV show theme. Based on my stupid head, because Dallas is in town to play the Flames, and because Dallas is such a banger, the original TV theme, that it just popped in my head this morning, and I was kind of humming it. Not like Ross Tucker humming stuff. Which was incredible if you missed it at the seven o'clock like, hour. Like, Check out the podcast. TV back back then, like because that was like the thing. Everybody sits around the television at night. There was no PVR. There was no streaming. It was like yeah. you missed this. You missed it, man. Man, you there, missed the new episode of Perfect Strangers. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. There, you miss who the who's the boss? Oh no, Angela. Angela. I remember uh, having a VCR to tape things. You got to record it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, so you're not to, that young. I Matt Rose. roll her back. Man, I re- make yep. sure it's, make sure it's rewound. Young. Be I kind, have, rewind. I had yeah. what I'm talking about. Final yeah. ever Winnipeg Jets 1.0 game. Really? No, no way. It was game six lost to the Red Wings in the playoffs. And it was all sad. People were all That's crying. pretty sweet. You want me to, we can drop that off in the Hockey Hall of Fame some point. Yeah. yeah. Or we could just get the perfect version from Sportsnet because it's our rights. No, but you oh. could just, if you just had like the tape sitting in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Just a picture just of the tape. tape. Yeah. Like, or just the tape. And you game just said, six, hey, Wings, Jets. This is a VC, <laughs> this, this, has a, this has a hockey game on it, kids. Believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. You can if, put if this you into open, a machine. If you open this up, it's gone forever. Um, real quick, unfortunately, Jeff Merrick can't uh, join us from mm-hmm. um, the Jeff Merrick Show, 32 Thoughts Podcast. He's a little under the weather, mm-hmm. so he's got to save his voice uh, for his own stuff. So uh, we wish uh, Jeff the best. We will catch up with him uh, next weekend. Real quick, you talk about the VCR. Going to like Blockbuster back in the day, mm-hmm. that was the experience. Yeah. So you get in the car, you go there, and then you... Family just, movie night? Yeah. like mm-hmm. you, 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 Or you're with your you know wife, girlfriend, whatever, and you're out there and you're like, okay, what are we going to watch? And then that was part of the experience. You go and you look and you read stuff, and then you grab a little snacks, mm-hmm. grab some candy. Had to get there early because yeah. some, they only had like a dozen copies of yeah. the new movies. And right. if you weren't there early, then they were gone. You had to get on a waiting list. I remember renting video games, too. So yes, I remember doing that, yeah. too. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I remember the first before I bought an N64, we rented one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, party can, yep. at the house. Pokemon for a Stadium. Party. Oh. Pokemon Stadium party. Uh, did, did they have Mario Jumbo Kart, Video here Super in Alberta? Jumbo Video. Did they have no, Jumbo Video? We had Rogers Video and Blockbuster. We had a couple That's others. We had Hollywood Videos. Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video, I think, was one of Jumbo them. Jumbo Video in Ontario, they had um, popcorn, fresh popcorn always going. So when you watch it, it always smelled like fresh popcorn. I mean, it's th- there's still those mom and pop convenience stores in some areas that still have like DVD rentals and stuff here in the yeah, city is, too. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool actually. I don't know. I don't know if they still do it. How many people it? have a DVD player right now? Well, usually you just throw in your PS5 you, you or Blu Blu-ray or whatever. Right. No, you can play I, with the video games. Yeah, throw it in my Xbox. Yeah, you throw it yeah. in the. <laughs> I used to. Um, Laptop. Because, <laughs> yeah. The other the other problem is that um, like your Xbox. Or I know my Xbox won't play a movie unless it's connected to the internet. Hmm. So hmm. I'm like, what's the point of being a DVD player? If, like, what, the only reason I would ever pull a DVD out or a Blu-ray is if the internet wasn't working. Sure. 
I'm, I've only happens when I move. I have like a million films, and I, every time we move, we pick like one, and we watch it on the Xbox I, or on a computer or something like that. I, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced this feeling too. Calgary did have a jumbo video. Oh, okay, yeah. awesome. Um, I uh, going to Blockbuster with my ex, and I remember we would go, and there was a guy I went to high school with, and I, I called him the Wolfman because he had this very straggly beard. Mm. And like we go there, and like he'd pretend like he was Roger Ebert or Gene Siskel. <laughs> like every time, like, oh, I don't know if you should watch it. And then she's like, You think we should rent it? I go, Are you serious right now? The guy's just working behind the counter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, like the, he's a movie critic yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah. Like he's going to determine gonna, what we watch. Are you kidding me right analysis? now? Yeah. I, I don't care. I run into this with online reviews all the time. Like the better Wait, half. Wait, there's is, idiots on the internet? How dare you? <laughs> the better half loves reading reviews for products My nephews oh, and okay. films. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, there's a couple things here for me. A, I would like the opinion of someone who is like minded like me. Sure. And me, I would never write a review for a product. That just feels like something that I would not take the time to do. If I like the product, I might tell my friends word of mouth, but I'm not going to go online and say, hey, you did a great job here. Outstanding. It just doesn't feel like something I would do. So as a result, I don't really read into reviews that much because it's the same thing with just like polling and stuff. I'm like, well, who answers the phones for polls? Not everybody. Oh, yeah. Jumbo Video. The elephant. Ca- oh, yeah. I remember the yeah. elephant. Yeah. Jumbo Video had the fresh pop. We also had Casablanca Video, which was a... Casablanca Yeah. Video. That was, I think it was on 17th heading out uh, towards hmm. uh, West Hills. But yeah. Some cool places. And not to mention all the money uh, you used to have to pay in late fees. Oh, what God. What a racket that I was. I think I own NHL 07 for the PS2. Um, <laughs> um, Flames and Stars tonight uh, Wanted to ask you guys this question Now um, somebody on this show Suggested that Jonathan Huberto Should be playing with uh, Coleman and Backlund Before it was kind of cool that they actually started playing together Was it Pat? No it wasn't me Was it GVP? New. No. Probably doesn't matter then Yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> um, I had the suggestion So this is the question I want to ask around the room 60 games left in the Flames season Jonathan Huberto plays more with Michael Backlund or Elias Lindholm the rest of the season? Matt Rose. Uh, it's going to be Backlund, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah. You, you think something I wanted to see? Dude, no, but... He's like, playing better. He's more effective. But he doesn't play well with Elias Lindholm. Like, he just doesn't. Flat out. He never has. And they I, want I don't, him to do I don't so think bad. he ever will. And they want it to work so bad. I think that they've come to the point where they're like, meh, okay, we're not going to do it anymore. It's mm. not going to work. We've tried it, like, Daryl tried it last year, couldn't get it to work. There was the one time that Daryl implied that Elias Lindholm did not like playing with Jonathan Huberto, and then this year, they go back to it off the start. It doesn't work again. It just doesn't look good. Whatever it is, these two, the way that they play, yeah, no syncing up. Whether it is Jonathan Huberto is more of a high-flying, high-risk, high-reward, let it buck, take the reins off, and Elias Lindholm is shut her down, lock the defensive zone, turn the puck over, Turn and burn, and we'll score that way, right? It's just, it for whatever reason, it does not work well together. But then again, you look at Michael Backlund, and you're like, well, how does Michael Backlund play? Hard in the zone. Yeah. Smart plays. Play, keep it simple. The old kiss method, right? Blake Coleman blocking shots, getting the puck back. Yeah, battling, winning b- board battles. Like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't change it up at all. Unless, you know, things obviously hit an incredible wall, or guys get hurt, then you have to change things on the fly, but for now, it's the best he's looked as a flame. As much as we can say he's still not what he should be and 
all of this, it's probably the best that he's looked as a flame has come over the last two or three weeks since he's been put with Backlund. 60 games left in the season, Patrick. Who does he play more with the rest of the year? Probably Backlund or Lindholm? Probably Backlund because if, I mean, you, you're trying to maybe move Lindholm here. Mm. That's a good point, too. Trying to move him for something bigger. And, and just like I said, like Jonathan Huber has been playing the most effective hockey he's been playing really probably since he got here mm-hmm. has been with Michael Backlund and Blake Coleman over these last three weeks, uh, two weeks. GVP, who does he play more with the rest of the season? 60 uh, games left. It's Michael Backlund. I think this Lindholm chemistry thing has just been a failed experiment. And uh, I, I just don't think it's it's worked at all. And, and Huberto, is, like Patrick just said, and what Maddie said as well, like the Huberto thing with, with Backlund and Coleman has been the only Times you can say Huberto has been effective on this Flames team. Interesting. I, I think it's been back. Interesting. Good move by the uh, coaching staff to put them together. Um, when it comes to this team and the Calgary Flames, I know people are obsessed uh, with number one, number two, and number three lies, uh, lies, uh, lines, not lies, mm-hmm. lines. But when it comes to the Calgary Flames, uh, I don't think there's really a true number one. But when it comes to the top three lines, I don't really think there's a third line on this team. It's like, Three number two lines is pretty much what the Calgary Flames have right now. And their fourth line, who's playing a little bit Been more better. like a third line lately. Yeah. So. But again, this is what the Flames are. They're a team that's deep. And it's never really going to change. Like, Vegas was kind of like that until they got Jack Eichel and Mark Stone, and they had and Alex reasonable levels them, yeah. of success. Yeah. Well, um, we're keeping it to the forward group here. Sure. But you get superstars in, and it changes things up, but... Like we've said, they've got the three lions. Usually one of them seems to be flying around and the other two are doing good. And as the games go on, if you're trailing, you shorten up the bench. You let the guys run a little bit more. Who's working for you? But but I agree. Like certain teams, yes, you can number your lines. Oilers, yes, number your lines. Sure. Or first line and everything else. The Leafs, Marner and Matthews, number one. And top yeah. six. Yeah, you've got your you got your top two lines. You got Marner, Matthews, and you got Tavares, Nylander. Yeah, I guess you could call them both. But it, to me, it's all semantics and it's whatever. Just who's playing with who? I like to call it the Backlund line or the Cadre line or the Lindholm line rather yeah. than number them because it just I don't know. Um, Coaches don't do it. Why would we? We saw this week that uh, Rooney and Pelchia have a stall. In the Flames room. Yep, they've how, been skating. How do those guys work into this equation? Because <laughs> it feels like, and again, these are good problems for Huska and Conroy to have, that you have you have a lot of guys going right now. Who would be the ones to sit? I'll tell you, the Wranglers are going to have a damn good team. <laughs> well, yes, that's they good. are. They're going to have a that's damn good. good team. But the question is, like, who who do you start to send down? Like right. Kevin Rooney was probably on his way to making and a I team did, out of camp and, and he not getting hurt. And I yep. did see something uh, based on uh Pospisil's situation. They can't send him down because he has to clear waivers. He does have to clear waivers. And they're not going to take that Hell risk of no. losing him for nothing. Not first so he pick. is not going anywhere. Well, let's, I don't know if Walker Dewar is waiver eligible. That would be the, the one that I would be interested in looking at. But uh, Connie. You think he would clear? Oh, I think he'd clear. I think, he would clear, yeah. I think Walker Dewar clears. Someone was trying to tell me. Rujishka wouldn't Dylan clear. Dubé would clear to. Uh, I don't think he would. No. Du- yeah. Somebody tried to put Dubé on waivers yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Someone texted and tried to put Dubé. No, but again, but but these Matt, are these are good problems clear. to have that you want to insert <sighs> these guys in the lineup to help you win hockey games. Good or just it's a just lot a, of guys it's are going. It's annoying right problems. To no, it's have. no. I think it's no. an annoying. It, it's 
It's good. Organizational depth is always good. Especially In, internal start... competition is always good. Yeah. Always, always, always. But you're hoping, well, like, for Jacob Pelche's sake, that he can be one that is like, you don't want him to be that third, fourth line guy. And I've, I've well, given, I've given I, this I'm okay example. With Pelche there. If it's Coronado we're talking about, I want him higher in the lineup. But Pelche, I'm okay with him being bottom six. Like, what is the big difference between Pelche and Dubé? Experience. Okay. And strength. Yeah. Like Dubé is a man and Pelche will smaller. get stronger, but I'm just saying the type of players never, they are. Yeah. I don't uh, think there's really that much of a difference. I think and Pelche, this isn't a slight no, against Dubé. I think Pelche's got a lot more offensive upside than Dylan Dubé. Yeah. He's got some power to his game, but he doesn't have the like Dubé in a good year. Finesse. Dubé's a 2020 guy on a good uh, if he's going. Finally, I think. Yeah. I'm if right. he's going, he's 2020. Year. I think Pelche can be that guy. Can be 25, maybe. Get a little up there a little bit more. It can be like a 30-assist guy, 40-assist mm-hmm. guy. He can be that 60-point dude, I think, in this league. Who's more likely to get traded at the deadline, Dan Vladar or Dylan Dubé? Hmm. I'd say Dan Vladar. Hmm. I, I wonder how many forwards are actually, you know, if the Flames kind of go down this this route, like ignoring the UFAs, I wonder how many of these UFAs that... How many teams want Mangiapane? How many teams would call on a Dubé? How many teams would... If you, if the Flames really want to do this thing, and in ignoring the UFAs, how many of those guys have value out there? Well, I think a lot of them have value. The question is, is it the value that you think is fair? Yeah. And are you going to be do, able to... Like Mangiapane's contract is yeah. the way he's playing. It's, it's Well, five point, he's got like five goals. He's having a fine yeah, year. He's, he's quietly having a really solid season. He's... Doing exactly what I think we would expect out of Andrew Mangiapane. You know, he's on pace for like 20, 25 goals. But there's a guy that's uh, that's a free agent next summer. Mm-hmm. Not this coming, but the, the following one. So you got to think, like the how thing, many of these guys, like Dubé, like, you know. I wonder if they do make a trade just to try and get more people in the lineup. Like Kevin Rooney, it feels like he's going to be a victim of the numbers games. Probably going to have to start off in the AHL. Mm-hmm. Probably have to go through waivers just because of I, how things are looking. Clear, probably. I just feel like with Pelche, they want to get him in the lineup as soon as possible when he's ready. He's, to your, go. he's a first round pick from not that long ago. I would hope you want him playing here yeah. quickly. I would have. Okay, here's another one. Who plays in the NHL game next? Pelche or Coronado? <laughs> Coronado. Yeah. Because I think just based on the health of. Because you're Peltier? talking after the New Year for let's say, let's say somebody on, like, let's say tonight, like, um, you know. Mangiapane. Zari gets hurt. You don't want to see that. And then he maybe he is banged up. Yeah. Coronado's the logical guy to call. Of course. I also, to be in your top six. Yeah. I, I just felt like if they would have done it if, like, watching Zari, I'm like, he's working through something. Why wouldn't you just, like, throw him on, on IR? Like, I, I know you're up against the cap to an extent, but. Deadline space today, or current space today, you got $1.3 million. You can fit Coronado in at that. So I, I don't know why you don't we can save a roster spot, but I don't know. I got a text. Uh, why don't they send um, Huberto down because nobody's picking him up. Yeah, nobody's going to pick him up, but he's got a no-move clause. You he can't, can't go down. He can't go down. Yeah. Like, he can say, uh, actually, no, uh, my contract says this. It's not like it's the Ottawa Senators and Pierre Dorian where they can try to do that and like lie about everything. But no, like it's you can't actually send them down. There's actually it says in his contract where they can't actually do that. Yeah, there's a few. Of like them. you can fantasize about like getting rid of Jonathan Huberto's contract, but it wouldn't be like that. It would have to be via trade, and the Flames would have to probably eat a ton of money. Cadre, so it's Backlund, just not happening. Markstrom, it's just not happening. Moves. Yep. Yeah, so he's not going anywhere. Uh, Rajiska is the guy who's interesting to me because he seems like he's super frustrating and. 
he's a guy that I think the Flames really want to see a lot more from just based on, you know, the, the flashes of a guy that looks like he could be a very impactful NHL player. But then at the same time, sometimes he's super frustrating. I don't know how long Rajitska is for the Calgary Flames either. He feels like a player that is extremely frustrating to the organization. Like if I was working for the team, I'd be frustrated watching him because he feels like a guy that when he's in the top six, you get him much more engaged. But at the same time, consistency becomes an issue after a couple of games playing with top players. Then you move him down and he signed kind of floats around a little bit and he's not as physical as he could be for a big guy. But then he gets a puck on his stick and you're like, man, what a move. And the shot's great. And he's got good passing. Like he feels like a guy that, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I don't know if he's long for the team, but he also feels like one of those dudes that you trade him and you're afraid he's going to blow up. You're afraid he's going to just get a, a new lease on life and be engaged every single day, and he's going to turn into a 55, 60-point player that plays in somebody's top six. That's what you're afraid of. Right. But the question is, why can't he do that consistently? Is it something that just happens here? Is it something that's going to change if he goes somewhere else? How do you properly but hasn't he been given enough opportunity i completely agree i completely agree with that but i understand having a little trepidation because he's a young player you've invested a lot in him and what are you getting back for because i think the flames would say listen when he's on he's a great player and another team would say well he's not on all the time so i'm not going to pay him that much Mm -hmm. and that becomes the argument right like you could fit him in on your salary cap easily. The former fourth-round pick, 109th overall back in 2017. Like, he's been in the organization for a long time. And I think that, you know, when they went out and got Caudry, and that changed things as well, because all of a sudden you had three centermen, and he's naturally a centerman who's been playing on the wing this year. Like, a lot of the stuff you're saying is a lot of stuff a lot of fans were saying about Matthew Phillips. True. But Ruzicka has had a little bit more, more NHL games, and, 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 and I understand and been that. More impactful, in but those I'm just games. talking about the worry, like, oh, if he goes somewhere else, he might pop. It's not happening for Matthew Phillips in Washington, obviously. And you wish him the best; you want him to have a great NHL career. But sometimes it just doesn't work out for a guy. Maybe he does need to change the scenery for him to pop. Maybe he's that type of player. True. I think that my my point here is more along the lines of like, how do you how do you assess value? And at what point do you say this is enough for a guy that, like Craig Conroy's been here his entire time, watched him get picked in that draft in 2017, watched him be in the A, come over for the North American game, grow into the player he is now, and and like you you can watch him in practice and you see all the talent and you think, man, like 20 goals just sitting there. It's like 50 points just sitting there. If if we just get him to just be a competitor every single shift it's it's right there it's just sitting there for us and the best that we're getting offered is a fifth a sixth oh you just look at the guy and you say come on man you gotta you throw us a bone here um flames and uh stars tonight uh down at the dome seven o'clock right here on sports net 960 uh over under the amount of times um rick and kelly are going to talk about uh the dallas stars and their ability to tip the puck more specifically um joe pavelski it's going to be Greg Millen, actually, I think. Oh, it's Greg call. Millen tonight? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, they love talking on, about like, a seven-game heater, hey? Yeah. And he's a guy that, oh, no, he's done. What are the stars washed. doing? He's washed. No, he's actually still a very, very 
effective player. Got a second contract in Dallas. And, and if, if and gave everybody the double birds. And if Team USA is playing a best on best no, competition, no, he's not there. You don't think he's on the no, team? No, I don't. Captain America? I don't. On the fourth line? You don't think he's there? I think he's there. If he wins a cup this year, he's retiring. I think. Okay. I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, I think Captain the America's thing. there. I just like, like if if, it, if it's at the end of the season, yeah, well, maybe best on best, yeah, yeah, but it's in like two years. Um, yeah, he's gonna be. Four, we think he's gonna be forty-one. Yeah, I don't think he's making that team at forty-one. But I said if it was today, he'd be on that team. I I I think I could find thirteen other Americans that I would put ahead of Joe yeah, Pavelski. But, but I understand your point. The leadership yep. and Captain America and yeah, USA, hoorah, all that jazz. Yep, <laughs> but. No, yeah, he, the guy's know. playing himself into a Hall of Fame spot too. The way he's been playing in the in the latter half of his career, he's like, got hey, more. He's really got well more points. In, he's he got put him together. He's yeah. got more points in his 30s than he ever did in his 20s, which is incredible. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, stars and Flames tonight. Straight ahead. Uh, we haven't had him on in a while. Brendan Parker, Flames TV, will join us. Got this cool little segment he's doing for Flames TV, where he essentially picks up dudes and they talk about hockey and weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> So we'll talk Life. to you. About, that's yeah. a, that's an accurate depiction. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, uh, we'll talk to uh, Brendan Parker next, and we'll give you our best bets. Brought to you by Sports Select to wrap up uh, the Thursday. It's the big show. Oh, and get those uh, your favorite theme songs rolling in. Do we got a good one coming up, GVP? Yeah, we yeah, do. We got a good one. All right, we'll do that next. It's the big show. Russick and Row Sports that nine sixty. The fan. Uh, GVP, can you stop this immediately, please, and play the original Littlest Hobo song? Uh. uh Maddie's got it. Here we go. There's a voice. There, there we go. Starring London. It needs that sound, that yeah. That, yeah. that AM radio. Yeah, that, yeah, that crinkle. A little crinkle. Yeah. yeah, my guy. This was the original Hudson and Rex before oh, yeah. Hudson and Rex. Damn right it was. He didn't even need a handler. Nope. You know, I uh, <laughs> I caught a little bit of Hudson and Rex in the elevator nice. the other day, and I noticed that one of the trailer park boys, which was, one, uh, Ricky. Oh yeah, yeah. Was Rob one Walls. of the was one of the vet was one of the uh, villains in this particular oh, no episode nice. doing a guest feat, <laughs> and I was like, he's one of those guys that I don't know if you can ever work another role, because to me that's, that's just Ricky. He's in uh, Hobo with a Shotgun, which is a great Canadian little independent horror movie. Uh, he's actually a pretty good actor. And when you saw him in that, were you like, I can't stop seeing Ricky? No, you like, can't. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah, it's like him and the, they're both in the sort of the goon as well. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. all sorts of guys like that. Um, we've uh, been talking about TV themes all day because in my stupid head, because Dallas is in town, the Dallas theme stuck in my head. And now you're just hammering our text line with uh, your favorite TV themes. Um, our, our next guest on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar has been sitting there patiently listening to our stupidness. Mm. Uh, Brendan Parker from Flames TV. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, boys. What's going on? Uh, what's your favorite Getting TV hard theme? This morning, eh? Oh, mm. that's what we do here. Nope. That's what we do. Um, what's yeah. your favorite TV theme of all time? You know, I don't have... I was just thinking about it now as you were saying it. I don't know if I have one that I'm like, I love that one. Come on, man. But the one that would stand out to me yeah. uh, just because I've heard it. I, I'm a big Friends guy, so I... Ah, see? Friend, you know, because because you got you, every time you watch an episode, you don't just you don't just Netflix skip the uh, the intro. You got to watch it, you know? Huh. So um, so I'd, I'd say that's probably the one that stands out the most. That's probably the one I've heard the most, too, so... Uh, we like yeah. to uh, we like to swim around in the pool of the truth on this show. How many times have you clapped your hands at the beginning of the Friends? Oh, um, 
Well, that, yeah, that was probably a pretty consistent theme early yep. on. I don't do it anymore, but, right. uh, you're missing out. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's double digits for sure. Um, yeah. what's your favorite friends episode of all time? Uh, you know, you know, it's funny. Um, uh, so obviously I've watched them a number of times, but, uh, so my daughter actually just started, she started churning through them and it's hilarious because like she, she's only like, she's, she's still 11, which is probably a little early, but she loved them. She thought it was hilarious. And it was like, you know, it kind of felt like, uh, my childhood. So then it was funny because every time you go by and she'd be watching them, then it, like, I would literally stop whatever I was doing. And I would just be like, Oh, I love this episode. <laughs> So I, I still think the one that stands out to me is the is the pivot. It's got to be the oh, pivot. Yeah, and, and I don't even know if I remember the rest of the episode, but like I, I remember watching that and just dying. And I and I'll watch it still every time and, and start laughing. I, but the, I, the bloopers of that, by the way, are hilarious. Yeah, I I do like that one. I also like the one where they uh, do the questions. They ask the questions and they have the contest about each other. Mm-hmm. That Landler yeah, bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, Absolutely, that's a great. Yeah. I like the one where they, uh, the one with the football, where they play football on Thanksgiving, yeah. and, and Monica and Ross getting a little too into it. Yep, yeah, I like one of my one favorites. Too. Lots of good ones. Very sporty. There, yeah, yeah, there's some. Uh, it's just a good, it's just a good, lighthearted series. You can throw it on at any time and feel good about it. And uh, that's that's really all. Sometimes you're looking for. You don't need the deep stuff. You don't. It's not every time. You know, you can flick, flick on a good uh, documentary every once in a while. But sometimes you just want to. Just have a good laugh, a little chuckle, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're doing something for Flames TV uh, right now that uh, we've talked about on this show. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners uh, what you've been up to uh, driving around the beautiful city of Calgary with some Calgary Flames? Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, it's called Hockey Star. It's kind of a revival, if you will. It's, mm. uh, it's something that we used to do, uh, even dating back to uh, when Ryan Leslie was in uh, uh, in this role. And, uh, and then I think it might have... It might have ended in 2018, 2019. I think it was my first year with the Flames. We did a couple of episodes, and we haven't done it since then. So this is uh, – it's the revival. You could call it 2.0, whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know, it really the, – the whole genesis of it is basically just to kind of, you know, get an opportunity to hang out with uh, – you know, we're hoping, hoping to do mostly players. Uh, you know, obviously we could do some staff too. Um, but, but the idea is just to kind of get to know um, – you know, Flames players in a bit of a different, different venue, and uh, and in this case, it was uh, it was the new neighborhood of of Mackenzie Weger, and uh, you know it was great. Um, honestly, it's it's just a more laid back vibe, and the fact that it's the idea is that you're driving around. Obviously, it's it's a sponsored piece, Enterprise shout out. Um, but it, but the idea is basically just to kind of take us out of the rank for a little bit and uh, talk to guys kind of in their own element. And you know, I, I thought. Mackenzie Weger is kind of like he become I think that really All right, Brendan, we're gonna have to re- reconnect with you. Um because uh your phone's a little wonky. Uh when he was talking about friends, clear as day. Talking about Mackenzie Weger driving uh, around in an enterprise rent a car. <laughs> Not so much. Nice little uh, shout out there. Yeah, yeah good for him. Yeah, uh, we'll we gotta, reconnect with Brendan Parker. Got to make Flames sure TV. we ask him about uh, Roger, the neighbor that shovels his walk. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> Mackenzie Weger's yeah. uh, neighbor. Roger. Shout out to Roger. I also was about to ask Brendan Parker: Has there ever been an instance where he's been cut off in the car, 
or like there's been some or sort of road rage incident, or he was close to getting into an accident. It's like, Whoa. He's, he's like, man, Johnny, I wish Brian McGratton was the one yeah. we're touring with today, but I got Johnny Gaudreau, so we're going to leave. Uh, Brett and Parker back with us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Um, you were just finishing up your thought on right, Mackenzie Weger. No, it's all good. Um, I just wanted to ask you real quick. Have you had an instance where you've had like a, a road rage incident where like you're in, in the car with the Calgary Flame and then somebody cuts you off? Or, you know, when we have rental cars, sometimes we drive it like a rental car, if you know what I mean. Like, is there any instance like that while you've been doing this so far? No, not yet. Not yet. We've been pretty, we've been keeping it kind of on, uh, I'm not, I'm not great at multitasking. I think many people would tell me that. So I, I've been, I've been driving pretty slow. I, if anything, I'd be like, I feel like a shout out another, we'll circle full circle. The friends episode where, where Ross is on the freeway and gets pulled over and a ticket for driving too slow. Yes. Like, I think if anything, I would just annoy people for driving too slow. Cause I'm trying to talk, you know, you're trying to sound like, you know what you're talking about. People, sure in the video aren't going to know how fast you're driving or how well you're driving. Uh, for me, it's all about um, it's what's going on inside the vehicle. So if anything, people are probably going to be annoyed at how slow I'm driving. So if you happen to see us, plus we have a tail vehicle. We had a car following us uh, behind us uh, getting shots. Uh, was it the Zodiac uh, killer? No, sorry. Go ahead. It, I'm just being really no, stupid. No, it, it was, it's fantastic. So we had, we had a, we shout out to Peter Stewart and uh, Mitch Nibo, our, uh, our, our great crew that he was hanging out of the sunroof and hopefully there's a statute <laughs> of limitations on this. And he was getting all the shots that we needed from, uh, from outside the sunroof. Um, so it was a, t- it was a great look, but if anything, it's really just more of a disruption because of how slow we're going. So hopefully people, uh, are patient with us if they see us on the roads, but nothing so far. It's been clean. Have you had the opportunity to meet uh, Mackenzie Weger's neighbor, Roger yet? You know what? We didn't. Um, <laughs> I I'd love to, uh, we actually tried to get him a Jersey because uh, uh, Roger, Roger, the great neighbor that he is. Uh, we wanted to, we wanted to get him a signed Jersey as part of our, uh, as part of our piece, but he wasn't home at the time. So we left one for him. Hopefully he's got it now. Hopefully we were able to drop it off to him. Uh, <laughs> but that's what Calgary's all about. And that's what I thought kind of was uh you know, it's a nice little theme to the piece, but it, it, it is legit and it's all genuine, right? I mean, that is Calgary summed up. And I think uh, that's the beauty of it is that he's kind of seeing that now. He's settled in and uh, has a real love for the city now. And uh, and he kind of gets a full sense of it uh, every single day in his neighborhood now. And, and like he said, he kind of feels like, uh, like it's home now. So uh, shout out to Roger too. Yeah, because uh, hopefully he's got that jersey. I'll have to go back there and, and knock on his door. But I think, um, you know, there'll be plenty of times where he'll be out shoveling uh, Weeks' driveway, I think, uh, over the course of the winter. So hopefully they can get him the jersey. Can you confirm that the pup was a great cuddler? That the what was, sorry? That the dog was a great cuddler, his new puppy? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. All the, we, the problem is he, he's so young. We couldn't take him out for the walk, so he's got to. Oh. He, he still has to get his shots, I think, uh, before he can go out. He's only he was only like two weeks old at the oh. time, so oh, wow. uh, or two weeks two weeks new to their house, so we couldn't take him out for the walk. But we got in there a little bit. We got a couple of couples at first for sure, absolutely. Any tease? Who's coming up next? You know what we, uh, you know, why don't we throw it out? We, we got a few. We got a few lined up for sure. Uh, we haven't uh, we haven't committed all of them yet though, so I'll take some suggestions. I, I got a couple of ideas. I got a couple of uh, people in mind, and I've already talked to a couple guys. Uh, but yeah, let's hear it. Let's. Who uh, does, I who think does, uh, I think Mark Savard yeah, would be fun. great for you. Mark mm, Savard would be great would be a for fun you. One. Yeah, I agree with that absolutely. I also yeah, want to know. Fun. I want to know what Kale McLean is like away from the ring. You know, seeing as he came up with this barbecue idea, this this device that was hanging out at practice yesterday, I want I want to get behind how he thinks as well. 
Okay, okay. We'll submit that. I'll, I'll run it by him, see, see what he's got. He's a great guy. Uh, I think there's a lot there. I think there'd be uh, – I think we have a number – you know, that's the beauty of this team, really, and I'm sure you guys have heard it. There's a lot of personality on this team, uh, both in the coaching office and uh, in the locker room. Uh, there's no shortage of options. And uh, and it's kind of like because we haven't done it in so long, it's we got kind of free reign. Everybody's uh, everybody, Everybody is – is without an episode to this point, except for weeks. So we're, it's a clean slate. Uh, who would be the toughest one to get into the car with you? It's Markstrom, well, isn't I'm it? Sure, it's Markstrom, I'm sure there's a few guys who would decline, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon Govich? Yeah. I'm just, I am just want to make it as pain-free as possible. That's really the only goal here is that, that they don't all just yeah. dread. Light and breezy. Yeah. Light and breezy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Friends episode, yeah. light and breezy. <laughs> when you're leaving a voicemail, <laughs> light and breezy. There's you know, of, there's a Friends episode that equates to almost anything we can talk about here. That's much, the beauty yeah. of the show, really. Uh, Brendan Parker, Flames TV, joining us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar. I guess online big show, Russick and Rose, 960 The Fan. Um, can you explain why the Stars and Flames, when they get together the last four games, it's been a goal fest? Because it makes no sense with Ottinger and Markstrom getting the starts in a lot of these games. Yeah, the only – I don't – the only real uh, – and it's not even real. The, the only explanation I have – uh, would be that they saved all the goals from that playoff series. Uh, <laughs> they they had so few of them in the playoff series that they've all just sort of exploded in the regular season. That's the only explanation I can come up with because it is it is completely bizarre and it goes against everything that made that series what it was. But in, you know, it's almost as if and we talk about this with anything, uh, any rivalry. It really does take a heated playoff series or an intense playoff series to. Maybe it's just that we don't notice it. I mean, like, would you notice it? Would you pay that much attention to it without that playoff series? I don't know if you would. It would just be another, you know, central division matchup that has a few different goals to it. I think, I, I think we we think about it more because of the playoffs. Everything everything kind of seems to be intensified when you have an opportunity to play when it matters the most. And I feel like that's part of this is that you know they they had this epic series. Um, that was so low scoring and so goaltender uh, starred uh, in. And now it's like the opposite. But I feel like we just we see it more now because of because of uh, the rivalry that that started there in the playoffs. And I think, you know, they've produced some some crazy games. And every time they seem to meet, it's been good. And, and I think part of that is just because there is a little history there now that wasn't uh, maybe as dynamic as before. Great to see that Chris Tanev is going to be ready for this one. Hey. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's remarkable really that he was able to get away as unscathed, you know, and I'll say unscathed, but it's obviously, you know, he's still at 12 stitches and I'm sure his jaw doesn't feel good at all or his face doesn't feel great. But, um, you know, that, that looks so scary in the moment. And I'm sure we were, you guys were like me, but you're almost like squeamish after the second or third, third, um, uh, replay of it. Mm -hmm. But it's like the guy, you know, he talked about it yesterday. He just, it, it's just so instinctive for him. I mean, it, it, it's a tough spot to be in and you could just tell that, that the reverse angle from down the rink, you know, he, he doesn't think about it at all. He literally lunges kind of face first into that shot and, you know, best case scenario, it hits him in the chest, but it's like worst case is kind of in the face and he just didn't really think anything of it. And that's just the kind of guy he is. It's the kind of player he's been his entire career He's one of the toughest hockey players that you'll ever see. And, uh, and he's just, he's so instrumental to everything the flames do from the blue line. And you can tell why, I mean, he's just, he's just a, a defender through and through. And that was another example of it. It's impressive. I'm sure his goalie's a, you know, 
greatly, greatly appreciate everything he does on a nightly basis. And that's maybe the most uh, amplified and exemplified uh, example of it. But, but that was something else. Yeah, and, and now we continue to wait for guys to get healthy. Like, do, do you feel like these are the lines that we're going to see for the next little bit here, you know, barring an injury? Because it feels like things have fallen into place. Yeah, I think this is, this is why I think we saw a few different changes and a few different rotations through the early part of the season. You know, this is kind of what you were trying to work toward is some stability, some chemistry. And, you know, the only way you're going to keep things um, consistent is when you start to see some results come with it. And they've had that. And, and even if you kind of go back, you know, through this stretch of 12 games, it's only, it's minor tweaks, right? Like here and there. And, you know, I think they've started, it started with pairings. They started to find, you know, two guys who work well together, Lindholm, Anjapani, and then obviously Coleman, Backlund, Kadri Zeri kind of started to develop. And then it's really just sort of, you know, toying with some of the, some of the other pieces of it and and then the fourth line obviously that sort of rotated a little bit but it seems like they found you know four lines who um, can contribute and and maybe it's not all four on on one night there's been a few nights where they you know obviously if you look back to that Dallas game that was kind of a all four line contributing type night but it's there's there's lines stepping up every game and it's allowed them to win uh, some hockey games. It's allowed them to be competitive. It's allowed them to come back in hockey games. And I don't know why you would change it. I mean, maybe we see Walker Dewar get back in the lineup at some point, um, you know, which would, which would be, you know, I think it would be good to see him get another opportunity and get some extended time once again. But I think at this point you, you can't really change what's going until, you know, they show otherwise. I think Ryan Huska has worked to this point trying to find some chemistry and he's got it right now. There's no reason to switch it up. Brandon Parker, uh, Flames TV. Uh, give yourself a plug one more time what you're doing with the Calgary Flames and Enterprise Running Car. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, Hockey Stars and Cars uh, presented by Enterprise. It'll be, uh, it's going to be a season-long series, so we got a few coming up. We're going to have another one this month, and then you know, hoping to have about uh, five or six throughout the course of uh, the season. And we got some other things on the go, but uh, this is you know, something that really is you know, an opportunity to get to know some Flames players like you haven't seen them. And if you, uh, and if you haven't seen it, go onto our website or uh, on our YouTube page, Calgary Flames YouTube and, uh, and check it out. It's a lot of fun. And uh, by the way, the, some bonus material there. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught that, but the weeks, his tattoo story is fantastic. It's good for a laugh. And uh, we, it was, it was so good. We couldn't include it in the piece. It had to run separately and, uh, and it's up on our YouTube too. And uh, yeah, it, obviously a great guy uh, shows off exactly why he'll be one of the uh, more popular players uh this season for the Calgary Flames, and obviously he's doing it on the ice, too. Yeah, we are uh, definitely big fans of Mackenzie Weger. Uh, Brendan Parker, Flames TV, thanks for this, pal. Yeah, thanks, boys. Appreciate there, it. There he goes on the Atlas Pizza and TV. Uh, Atlas Pizza TV. <laughs> Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Just on top of my game today. Yeah. I, I, it happens. No, you're not. But it's it okay. happens. <laughs> hey. No, it's Thursday. You're just getting back Mush after mouth. a long time off. You're shaking the rust off. Mush mouth. That's okay. Mush mouth. Uh, it's uh, it's time to do one thing. It's uh, Thursday. That means it's time to do my uh, American. Do you want to do forwards? that real quick? Okay. I'm just gonna list these off. Okay. And you tell me when to stop. Okay. Because uh, we just had the conversation about Joe Pavelski in town. Tips yeah. the puck well. Spends a lot of time in practice tipping pucks. And I said if there was a best on best competition today, he'd be on Team USA. Matty Rose like no hell to the no. Here's his list. Go ahead. Do we have list music, GVP, immediately? List oh, music God. immediately. Yeah, please, right immediately, now. Immediately, uh, right now. What is taking so long back there? Immediately. Tage Thompson. Okay. Austin Matthews. Yep. Jack Hughes. 
Yep. Jack Eichel. Okay. Matthew Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Brady Kachuk. Thank you. Johnny Gaudreau. Really? Jack Hughes. Mm. Jason Robertson. Kyle Connor. Cole Caulfield. Mm. Jonathan Tanner Miller or whatever it was. JT Miller. Yeah. And then for the 12th, I've got Besser, Larkin, Kreider, Debrinkit, and Keller. That I'm like, mm, I think that one of them might get picked ahead of Pavelski. I think Pavelski gets picked over Cole Caulfield. Goudreau on this team? I have Goudreau on the team. Really? I don't know about Come on. Two ye- I don't know about in two years. We'll see. But no, I'm saying, but no, but the discussion right now, was today. Yeah. I think Pavelski's on that team over Cole Caulfield. I think, I think Chris Kreider's better at deflecting pucks than Joe Pavelski. Rocket Besser, man. He's doing all right. Yep. Just saying. Just all right. out there. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Uh, great list music. That was good. Terrific stuff, uh, GVP. It took a little while to get there. Uh, you yeah, know, like it's drive a truck through that gap. <laughs> all right. Let's do some big bets. Let's hit it. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. I got montage music. I love montage music. Oh, yeah. NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Prove your sports IQ and claim the title with Sports Select Pools. Make your picks at sportsselect.com. Must be 18 plus. Please play responsibly. Uh, After 13 weeks of our NFL Big Bets, uh, Matty Rose on fire. Yes, sir. 45-24-3. Patrick, Mr. Even Steven, juiced out. 34-34-4. And, and uh, Georgie Boy, 32-38-2. Yeah. It's an S sandwich, as uh, Elliot Friedman would say. Oh, yes. Right now. A poopy sandwich. Let's do it. Let's get to the first game. Poop sandwich. Yep, Thursday nighter. Uh, Sometimes life serves up that poop sandwich, and yep. you have no choice but to say, mm. "Oh, mm, I'm going to put some mustard on this." Uh, great poupon. Um, usually, the Thursday nice. nighter has been a, a good poop pun. sandwich. Good one, uh, but not tonight. Uh, the Seahawks on the right to face poop sandwich for Seattle. The Cowboys in <laughs> Dallas. Uh, the boys minus nine point favors. The total forty-seven and a half. Last week had a whole bunch of unders on the card. Went three on three and three. Unacceptable. We're going back to our old ways. Uh, I've got two overs on the card today, but this one I'm taking the under forty-seven and a half. I just don't know if the Seahawks are going to be able to put up the same amount of points. The Cowboys are going to be able to put up. Okay. I might. This one feels like it might be a little lopsided. All right. Yeah, Cowboys have won 13 in a row uh, at home. Uh, they've scored 30 points in eight of those games, 40 and six, including the past three. Uh, the Seahawks defense is also regressing to the mean, maybe worse than the mean. I like the Dallas Cowboys to absolutely work Geno and the Seahawks tonight. They cover the nine points. Woo. I think this is too many points. There's a lot of points. There could be a backdoor. Nobody's um, ever beaten them by less touchdown. than 10 at home this year. Huh? I'm going to take the Seahawks getting the nine points here. All right. A little head-to-head. Yeah, I like it. it. Yeah, I just can't lay Dallas as a nine-point favorite in this spot against the Seahawks team that I think is better than what they've showed so far this year. Yeah. And Geno Smith's kind of taking a bit of a step They're back injured. this year. They're after beat up. The whole season last year. Yeah. Kenneth Gainwell's a doubtful. Or, um, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Walker. Kenneth Walker. So more Zach Charbonnet. Kenneth Walker the third. The third. Yeah, Zach Charbonnet. Hmm. Uh which rhymes with Chardonnay. Yes. Um, Lions at it the does, New Orleans Saints. 
That's not. It sort of does. It kind of sounds the same. It doesn't rhyme. Chardonnay, Chardonnay. <laughs> Thank you, it Laura. It rhymes. Um, Eminem would use that in the lyric. Yeah. Uh, well, Detroit that Lions. Mean it rhymes. That's, uh, not, that's not our standard. Uh, Detroit Lions at New Orleans Saints. Uh, Detroit minus four point favorites on the road to total 46 and a half. For this particular game, I'm actually going to take the over. I think that the Packers have shown out that they can get a little bit of offense together, and I think the Lions can certainly get the offense it's the together. It's the Saints, not the Packers. We're talking about. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, well, I'm still going to take the over. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, 46 and a half. Patrick. Uh, get right week for Detroit. Just beyond the sole fact that New Orleans is like 2-8-1 against the spread this year. Absolutely terrible. Mm. Give me the Lions pl- uh, plus or minus four. Ooh, uh, I hate this game. Um, I'm going to take the under 46 and a half. I think the Saints defense can keep this close. And I think the Lions offense... A little, they got to take care of the football. It, it's a little stagnant. They have to take care of the football. Uh, the last little bit. Uh, this is an interesting game all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. The eventual Super Bowl champion, Denver Broncos. <laughs> oh, we didn't God. talk about that. Nah, good. Uh, <laughs> Denver Broncos. Again, I sent out a tweet in jest. I go Super Bowl champions, Broncos, I will coach say, of the year. What about you know that? I'm not. What about that was supposed to make me think it was a joke? You came back to this show with yep. three on two. There, you thinking that the Broncos can win the Super Bowl? Three on I think that's great idea. I think that's right in your realm as far as a take you would have. So I didn't think you were joking. Uh, three on two is great. I didn't um, think you were joking. I think you think the Broncos are going to win, and you think Russ is going to win the MVP, and you think Sean Payton's going to win no. the Coach of the Year. No, I don't. I think you do. No, I don't. I don't think you're really telling don't. the truth. I really don't. Come but on, I think they can make the playoffs. Around. All right. Uh, Broncos on the road to face the surprising. Houston Texans, Houston minus three and a half point favorites. The total 47 and a half. I'm going to go under here. 47 and a half is a lot of points for these two. Broncos have been good lately, but mm, Broncos country. Let's ride. Six and ride. Two. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to under here. Uh, Broncos six and two over their past eight. Uh, takeaway has been a big part of their game. Uh, Houston also 0 and four as a favorite. Yeah. Mm. And 0 and three at home. Against the spread as a favorite. Mm, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the under, though, in this one. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> After all that, you're going under? Yeah. <laughs> Just the offense is, I, I think, you know, Denver's defense is really good. They're playing really good ball. And I know they've been very opp- opportunistic with Josh Dobbs giving away a game, them injuring Cleveland injuring their quarterback last week, Miles Garrett going out. The Bills having 12 guys. Bills giving guys the game the away. I think 12 but, guys on the field. Exactly. I think it's just going to be a, a low scoring. I think like 23 20 score. Uh, I can't take the Texans as three and a half point favorites. Just in like spot. a nail biter under. Uh, I'm I taking don't like my man Russell Wilson and the Broncos uh, country. They're gonna ride. Yeah, I bet. I'm gonna take them. I like that plus three and a half point favorites. It's NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. It's the Big Show. Russell and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan. An interesting game. Joe Flacco. It looks Maybe. like and the Cleveland Browns on the road in Los Angeles to play the Rams. L.A. minus three and a half point favorites. The total. 39 and a hay. Both of these defenses are so much better than both of these offenses. I am going to go the under. I know it's a low total, 39 and a half, but scoring is down across the NFL. I'm not afraid of 40 points this, for this one. I'm going to take the under. Kyron Williams was a, was a huge add back for the LA Rams last week. Got two of Matthew Stafford's touchdowns, had over 150 on the ground in his return. Uh, Miles Garrett's injury, not as bad as we think. That's Madagascar, George. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, so I'm going to take. Uh, I, will, I hate that under. You know what? I hate that under. I hate that under. I'm going to take the LA Rams minus three and a oh half. Oh, my goodness. This is such a tough game. I'm going to take the Rams minus three and a half points. I just don't know who's playing quarterback. If it's going to yeah. be Joe Flacco, like how effective is he going to be? Exactly. Like he's just going to be an arm. He's throwing it there. 
Niners at Eagles, the game of the week. San Francisco, minus three-point favorites on the road in Philadelphia. The total, 47 and a half. Go Birds. Go Birds. I, I, like, the, I like the Eagles to get uh, some points here. At home? Sure, I'm in. I know that uh, it hasn't been a Mona Lisa of a season for their offense, but I still believe that in a big game and them knowing that this is a huge game, I'm going to take them plus the points. I think they keep it close. Niners got revenge written all over this one. Man, they lost mm. Brock Purdy on, what, the second series last year? George Kittle asked him if he can throw with his left exactly. hand. Exactly. You had uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, playing quarterback. Surprise, surprise. He can't throw the ball forward very good. Um, the Eagles are just 1-4 as, at fa- uh, as a favorite against the spread at home this year. I'm going to take the Niners to cover Whoa. that three points. I like the Niners in this spot. I, I think there's no team playing better football in the National Football League right now than the San Francisco 49ers. Maybe the Denver Broncos. Um, I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Eagles plus the points at home. I can't take the Niners as a three-point favorite on the road in Philadelphia in a hostile environment. A big game. For I got to take this has push written all over on, it potentially. Well, on my bet that I actually placed, I actually bought the half point. Oh, okay. Did you take your Eagles plus three there, man? Uh, yeah. Te- te- up to three and a half. Yeah, I got it up to three and a half. I, I was like, or, you know what? Or if you're feeling really saucy, uh, you tease the Eagles plus four at home. Yeah, but then you're losing. I, I feel like I'm losing a lot of value going from three and but a half to four. You could with another teaser. Yeah, you could. Like, you love the uh, the under in the um, Rams game. Yeah. You tease that up to 46 and a half. Yeah. Take the yeah. Under. yeah. You're welcome. welcome. A little parlay. Um, That's how gambling works. That's how gambling works. Uh, It's the Sunday nighter. The Green Bay Packers uh, at Lambeau Field hosting Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Is Taylor Swift going to be there? Yeah, I I hope they stick her up in the top row like they stuck Jordan Love's mom when Jordan Love went to Kansas City. No, okay. You you sound real bitter about that. That was was a lot of (laughs) anger there. (laughs) Chiefs six-point favorites on the road. The total, 42.5. Somebody Uh, give Patrick a hug. Go go ahead. I'm going the over on this one. (laughs) This total's too low for a Kansas City Chiefs team at home. Way too low. Like, Packers get, like, what, 10 points in this? At least, you think? Okay. I think at least get 17. Okay. Sure. 17? You're, you're giving me 17 points from the Broncos? The total's 42? It's the yeah. Packers. Sign me up. Yeah, I don't know. I've been <laughs> such a mess in this segment. It's <laughs> three hours into the show. I think it's time for me to go home. But I am taking over over the total. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the over in this one as well. I know that the under is 29-9 and nine in primetime spots this year, but I think the offenses are both going right now for Kansas City and Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay's defense also playing a little bit better as well. Going to be a close one there at Lambeau on Sunday night. Uh, Kansas City hasn't been good against the number, I don't think, this season. Um, Generally. Am I wrong on that? I got no quick stats on Kansas City against the spread. Uh, Covers.com. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm i going to take the Packers getting points at home here. All right. Sunday night game. They've been playing well lately. Big win. A lot of time off after that Thanksgiving Day game. Yep. So I'm going to take the Packers getting the six points at home against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. Our NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Prove your sports IQ and claim the title with Sports Select Pools. Make your picks at SportsSelect.com. Must be 18 plus. Please play responsibly. You got that number? Oh, I know. I didn't grab it. Uh, what do you got coming up in uh, Mucho Big Show? We got Justin Dunk. Uh, happened to be a big uh, big story yesterday. Uh, Riders have a new head coach, Corey Mace. Uh, CFL offseason starting to get going here. Okay. Awesome. Um, we'll have uh, the game. We'll break down the stars and flames for you tomorrow. Brent Cron, our uh, big show flames analyst in studio tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Enjoy the game tonight. 
should be a lot of fun. As I stall, as I look for seeing what the Kansas City Chiefs are against the number this season, and they are uh, seven and four against the spread. Huh. There you go, in my face. Um, that was worth the wait. It was. Um, more on the. Uh, we'll break down the stars and flames tomorrow. Have a terrific Thursday. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.